The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bright Side podcast in 2021. I hope you all had a happy new year. I spent mine down in Del Mar, which is about an hour and a half south of LA, at a private beach house very much secluded from everyone except for when we went out to the beach and there were some people walking around there. But it actually was very heartwarming for me to see everyone in their little individual groups, just with their immediate families, spending time outside, looking happy, sort of felt normal for a moment. And of course, everyone was wearing masks, but it was just nice to enjoy the last sunset of 2020 with kind of a sense of community, even though we were all really far apart. I think there's a lot to look forward to in 2021. I'm certainly optimistic that this year is going to be a better year. And so I wanted to talk about a couple of my bright spots from this past week. One, of course, included that final sunset of 2020. It was just so beautiful. And I don't know, every time I see a sunset, I'm reminded of how connected we are, wherever we are in the world, with the entire rest of the planet and the universe. And for me, that's always really heartwarming and makes me feel comforted in some way. So that was a really nice ending to the year. I also spent New Year's Eve playing a game called You Don't Know Jack. And I don't know if any of you guys remember that game. I used to play it when I was maybe 13 or 14 years old. And I rediscovered it at the beginning of quarantine with some of my friends. We were looking for a game to play on a game night. And on Apple, you can actually buy in the app store. They're called Jack Pack Party Packs, I think something like that. And there's a whole series of them. They have a bunch of different games in them. One's a a robot rap battle, and then there are a bunch of trivia games, but they're all really fun. And so we spent New Year's Eve and New Year's Day playing those games, which was a bright spot. Also, I've got a newfound love for chlorophyll water, which I was drinking a lot of in Aspen. And I don't know if it's just a placebo effect or what, but they say chlorophyll water is really good for oxygenating your blood. And anytime I've ever been at high altitude, I feel like I don't have any problems with altitude sickness. And it's been since I started drinking chlorophyll water. So I brought that back with me to LA and I've been drinking chlorophyll water here too, because I also felt like it was helping with my hangovers. So I've been drinking lots of chlorophyll water and I don't know, but I spent New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I had a few margaritas and no hangover. So that's my little trick. For the moment anyway. (laughs) Coming up on this episode, you guys had said when I did my survey recently asking who you want to hear more of on the show that I have more of my close friends on. So this week's guest is Bridget Berman, who works for the social media company Overheard. They've got all the social media accounts like Overheard LA, New York, uh, San Francisco. I think they're all over the place. So she's here to talk today a little bit about that, but also a lot about some of our personal stories, how we got to know each other is kind of funny. And I think you guys will really enjoy our episode. She's one of the wittiest, funniest women I know. So really looking forward to you guys getting to know her a little bit better and listen to our conversation. And I hope that you'll enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of The Bright Side. My guest this week is Bridget Berman, brand director at social media brand Overheard. And my favorite part about your bio, which is she lives in LA with her smoking hot girlfriend and her Shih Tzu. And I want to just back right up to the smoking hot girlfriend because I feel like that's a really good place for us to start this. Yes. This is how our relationship started, actually. Yeah. So, okay. I just want to set the scene. 
Because you and I have never really had a conversation, just the two of us, <sighs> about what you were thinking. But I will say, first of all, before we even get into this, one of my favorite things about you is you have such a good sense of humor and you're so chill and so laid back, qualities that I really admire. And that's those are a big reason why I wanted to have you on the show today. But part of the reason why I think you're so chill has to do with this story that I'm about to tell, <sighs> which is... <laughs> I think you like this story, don't you? I love you? this story. I love this story. Because it just means that you have a really hot girlfriend. And, that is true. And you're like not jealous. You're just like a cool chick. Well, I'll I'll tell my part. But yeah, okay, okay. Going. So last year, shortly after my ex-girlfriend and I had gone our separate ways, I was definitely in kind of a dark place. Like I was really heartbroken at the time and I hadn't really been going out or anything. And my friend Sarni... I feel like Sarni is the, the impetus to every story I tell on this show, by the way. But, that makes um, sense. My friend Sarni invited me out with a couple of her friends, and one of them was this girl named Jordan. <laughs> and we go to the dinner, and I was sitting right next to Jordan, and she's like this tall, stunning woman who just happens to also be gay. And so I felt like in that moment, I was in this like really vulnerable, emotional spot. My girlfriend and I had just broken up and I start pouring my heart out to Jordan and we spend the entire dinner just like talking and she's making me feel so much better. She's comforting me through this. <laughs> this is how I'm seeing it, by the way. And I was like, God, this girl's really hot. And all of a sudden, I think because I was in this like really vulnerable place, I just started to really feel like Jordan was going to be my next girlfriend. Like I was so into <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> No, but you know when you're like, you just, I don't know. It was like the first person I met who I thought was cool and, and hot and sweet and all these things. And I'm like pouring my heart out to her. And I was like, oh, maybe I want to date this girl. At this point, I didn't know she had a girlfriend. Okay. To be clear. Okay. That little like, bit. She, did, has, she didn't tell, she didn't say anything? Well, I don't think she thought that I was trying to flirt with her. I think she just thought that I was just, you know. Okay. Just. Okay. Good cover. We were, we were just Keep getting, going. we were just getting to know each other. At this point, we're just sitting at a dinner chatting, right? So right. she doesn't know what I'm thinking. And then we go from dinner to a friend's birthday party. This is pre-COVID. So we're at like this raging like dance party at a house in the hills. And at this point, we'd had a lot to drink. We get out to the dance floor. <laughs> but, it was at this, but it was at this point when we started dancing that she said to me, just so you know, I have a girlfriend. I love her. I love her so much. And I don't want this to get carried away. Time out. How long into the night is this? This is like two hours now, right? Yeah, this was like kind of far into the night, but up till that point, it would have almost been weird if she had said, like, I have a girlfriend. Okay. I would have been like, you know what I mean? It could have been awkward yeah, like to just- You're assuming I'm into you, right? Right, exactly. Okay. So I think she, she waited till it was clear that I was into her to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, meanwhile, Sarni is like, um, just so you know, Jordan's dating one of my favorite people in the world. So like, don't like fuck this up, basically. <laughs> and long story short, nothing happened. And then shortly after I met you and you are awesome and amazing. And, but we, so we joke about this a lot, Bridget, and Jordan and I, about how I had such a thing for Jordan right at the beginning. And then of course I got to know you and we've all become really good friends, but I would love to hear your perspective. So just, okay. For the record, I'm not, not a jealous person. And this was the hardest thing for me because I was trying to decide and figure out, was I jealous? Because Caitlin Carter wanted to hook up with my girlfriend or was I jealous that it wasn't me that Caitlin Carter was trying to hook up with? <laughs> so that was the whole, like, that's what I was trying to figure out. And I was in New York for work 
And I'm getting calls from Jordan or texts from, from, from Jordan being like, holy shit, she's so hot. I like, don't know what's happening to me. Like I haven't, and, and <laughs> she's super like, meaning like she didn't know if she was into you or if you were flirting or if you were just kind of like in a vulnerable, vulnerable space. And she's like texting me and I'm literally like, I was wasted out. And I was like, I don't know what, I don't know what's happening. Like, are you going to hook up? Like, and she was so drunk. She wasn't answering her phone. And I almost probably would have given a hall pass. I'm so glad that I didn't because now we're all friends. Yeah. 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 Me too. But it was hilarious. The ne- and then you but guys, that's what I'm saying. Well, you, but even you texting or saying, are you guys going to hook up? Like, like, is that even an option? No. Okay. We're very like not open. I don't mean like we're very open, like we're in an open relationship, <laughs> but we're very open. Like we check out people together. We always will send, if we see like a hot person on Instagram, we'll be like, holy shit, look how hot they are. Like we're very. Yeah, that's true. You are. And you, you very openly, even directly to people's faces, you'll be like, you're so hot. Oh yeah. Or you'll we hit on everyone. Really inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hit on everyone. We, you hit we on wanted, everyone. We want to have a foursome with you and Chris. Like oh, right. we're, <laughs> we're open, baby. No, but like, we just, we're very comfortable with ourselves. Would Jordan want to have a foursome, including Chris? Because you're, you're, I know that you're bisexual, so it's different because you are into both men and women, but Jordan is pretty not into men, right? Okay. Let me tell you a quick story. So when Jordan and I first started dating, this is over almost four years ago, she branded herself as lesbian. She was like taking back the word. She's like, I'm gay. I'm, I'm fully into women. I never want to date a man again. And then slowly as time went on, she kind of stuck with that, but then she kind of rebranded to queer. And we liked that word. It's very all encompassing. Like, you know, everyone's a little queer in my opinion. Yeah. And then except for Sarni, Sarni is not queer. (laughs) Well, I've had this debate with a lot of people. Like I, I mean, there was a scene on the Hills last year. I think you've seen this, or I've told you about it where this girl, Stephanie on the show said to me, Oh my God, I haven't had a boyfriend in so long. Everyone here is going to think that I'm a lesbian. And I looked at her and I go, well, isn't everyone kind of a lesbian? And she looks at me and she goes, um, no. (laughs) First of all, you're right. And Stephanie is wrong. I beg to, yeah, I really think that everybody's got a little bit, except Sarni. Everyone's a little bit. So anyway, I come home, this is like right before COVID. So not too long ago. And I come home and I see this pie chart that has been on our, like on our kitchen area for so long. And I, it looks like a child's drawing of a pie chart. And I kept staring at it, whatever, next day, staring at it. And then finally one day I'm like, Jordan, what the fuck is this pie chart that's in the kitchen? And she's like, oh, it's my sexuality. And I was like, excuse me, come again. <laughs> like there's a sliver on here. That's not all one color. And you've been going as like lesbian, queer, gay, whatever you are. And she's like, oh, well, I'm not anymore. And I'm like, like, you need to explain this. So basically, Jordan is no longer fully into women. She also does. She reserves a slice of the pie chart. A very small slice. And she knows she doesn't want to marry a man because she finds them inferior. But she, she dislikes to look at them sometimes, which I fully agree with. Yeah, I get that. Okay, fair enough. I also went hardcore in time, only going to want to be with women going forward. Once I started dating a woman, I was like, this is it. This is, this is what's been off this whole time. I mean, I will say the fact that you went women and you went back to men, it's, I commend you because it's really hard to go to date a woman and then date a man after. But I will tell you why, because I think that I found a man who has a lot of the characteristics that I had not really found in men prior, like just kind of a higher level of sensitivity and like emotional intelligence and 
I mean, he's a fashion designer. So it's yeah. Like, <laughs> you got the straightest. I kind of like, got the best. Of, yeah. Like the gayest gay straight guy. Yeah. Gayest straight man. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. yeah. And like, he loves that. He has so many gay friends too. And he's like, he's just kind of the best of both worlds, which I didn't ever think I was going to find. Hence the reason I was thinking I was going to be 100% women going forward, but which I would love. Show, you just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love that for you. No, it's true. I think that if you're going to find a man, he has to be like emotionally in tune or else I don't understand it. Right. I think that that is one thing I would say is a big difference. Once having had the experience of dating a woman, you have such a, an emotional connection that I don't know. I never had that with a man before. And I, I do with Chris, but I think that that's harder to find maybe. But I do know that even if he didn't have the highest emotional intelligence, there is one man that I think you may consider dating anyway. And that would be, who do you think I'm going to say? I honestly don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I probably do. Uh, but I Okay, let me, let me give you some hints. About two months ago, we went to an event that this man put together. <laughs> So Bridget invited me to an event with her a couple months back around the time of voting that Noah Centineo is hosting. He put together an art installation, actually an extremely thoughtful art installation. And he was very impressive. Like truly, I was, I, I don't know, my expectation wasn't that high. I don't know why, not to be rude, but I just didn't, I guess I didn't have a very full picture, but I just was so impressed. <laughs> And you, I was as well. And so the thing is that I'm so used to Bridget being with Jordan that I do often forget that she's into men as well. So we show up to this event and <laughs> Noah walks in the room and it was like, you were the giddiest. My funniest. voice got like 10 octaves higher. Yes. <laughs> I became so girly and I was so sweaty. And you and Joanna looked at me like I was, I had swallowed like a helium balloon. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. <laughs> It's just that you were being really flirty and I've never seen you be like that with a guy, especially. He's so hot. He is so hot. Is and the hot. fact that he was actually smart, smart, not to be a dick, but I, yeah. I had low expectations too. And he was really fucking smart. Yes. I, we were all very impressed by him that day. He was a great host. I mean, okay, here's the, the, even the, before the event, he just cold called my cell phone. I'm a nobody. Okay. And he, Noah Centineo is calling my cell phone and he's like, Hey, and I, this is around the time of voting when you're getting all those like fraudulent numbers. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm about to fucking freak out. And I literally answered it in such a mean, angry tone. I was like, what? Hello? And he was like, oh, hey, sorry, this is Noah. And I was like, Noah who? He's like, Noah Centineo. <laughs> and I was like, why the fuck is Noah Centineo calling my cell phone? And then we, he, we did something like ways back with overheard with him. And he wanted to kind of, you know, get overheard LA at this event, which was again, really cool. Mm -hmm. And we went and it was a blast. And then that night turned into a great night. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> but anyways, Noah's not, yeah, involving, has... not involving Noah, unfortunately though. Uh, I know, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really funny. I mean, even I, and to be honest, I feel like I'm not typically that bowled over by hot young celebrity men. I don't know why, but I what my expectation, like I said, wasn't that high. But even after a few minutes of talking with him, when he complimented my pants, those Balenciaga jeans that I oh, got, those I was hot like, Balenciagas. I was pretty stoked with myself that he <laughs> liked my pants. And he like knows fashion. I was like, oh yeah, these just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got all flirty. 
<laughs> it was a fun little afternoon out for us. It was. What did you guys do with him with, for Overheard? I want to talk about Overheard because I'm sure everybody, every single person listening to this podcast has, whether they know it or not, definitely seen something from you guys. And so I want to talk about, because you've been there since the beginning, right? Yeah. So I was the first employee. It was a very LA story. I, I, I actually overheard someone talking about, no, someone overheard me talking about how I was looking for a job. We knew the same person. He was like, I have a perfect job for you. He connected me to the founder of Overheard. Long story short, he was like, come work for me. I came and worked. There was nothing. There was nothing set up. It was a really popular Instagram account, Overheard LA. And they actually had, he at the time had Overheard Lalabo, the uh, fragrance company. Yeah. Which is a super niche account. It's actually amazing. And so I can I started, only imagine because I feel like Lalabo is the most obnoxious brand. Oh, it's the best. Don't even. But the people that <laughs> no, go in there, great. they say the funniest stuff. But it's like... Yeah, I feel like people who are fans of Lalabo are generally sort of a type. Yes, yeah. perfectly said. And so this is when Instagram stories became a thing. And I was like, this is where you monetize, baby. Like, let's let's get this account rolling because the white overheard, we now have eight accounts, but overheard LA, overheard New York are the most popular ones. And they're just a white square with quotes that people literally submit. It's all user-generated content. So the Instagram story allowed us to kind of put anything in there and monetize. So Anyways, not the boring stuff, but we now do all types of things. We have, like I said, eight accounts. One of our newest accounts is this Overheard Celebs account with comments by celebs. Those girls are amazing. Mm -hmm. And it's like cute, joyful, fun stories about celebrities, not gossipy. And it's not, we're not your PR firm, but we're like doing you a solid PR like favor. Yeah. They are really cute little anecdotes. I like them. Because it's kind of an insight into like a private moment with a celebrity, but it's, yeah, they're always very flattering. It's not anything salacious. Right. And the person submitting it potentially has an opportunity to interact with the celebrity. Like we had Elizabeth Banks comment like at the mom that submitted this story about how her baby, you know, threw up all over her and Elizabeth Banks like got her the shirt from the husband outside the bathroom. And like Elizabeth Banks like responded to this mom about being a great mom. And it was like, that's amazing. Yeah, Yeah. that's so nice. Well, I think that it's funny because, you know, I think when you're not from LA, celebrities feel so far out of reach and like almost like they live on another planet and their lives are these complete fantasy world. Like you don't think that they just go and get a coffee every morning and have fights with their- They're just like us. Yeah, they're they're, they're just (laughs) like us. But it's true. And I feel like those ha- accounts kind of humanize them. And it's and Instagram, one of the things I love about it is how how it has brought everybody together in that way. Like it's so much easier for everyone to interact with each other. And I think humanizing celebrities is a really cool thing, actually, because yeah, I don't know, you can have like a deeper respect. It's nice. It, you guys need it. Yeah. I mean, you guys like as if I'm a celebrity, you have to stop. I hate when people say that because I don't see it. I don't see it. I mean, I don't hate when people say it, but I just don't, <laughs> I don't see myself that way at all. So it's funny when people say it. I'm like, what? well, when we tell our friends from like, not California, that like, we're friends with you, you're it's a big deal. So you're that's really sweet. Well, I still I, I at some point I'm you I'm bringing you and Jordan on the hills so that's happening this season so then we're celebrities because I want Jordan to have that moment where she can go back to Rhode Island and tell her (laughs) yeah 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 just to you know it's like share the wealth (laughs) Uh, yes I love that no Jordan's already the mayor of Rhode Island so now she'll actually be like the president of Rhode Island I don't know (laughs) I want to talk to you about some of the things that I usually talk about on the show because I feel like we could tell personal stories forever but one of the things I love to talk about on here 
are dark moments that we've had in our lives that seemed really insurmountable or difficult at the time to get past, but eventually led to something good. Yeah. So I got hit by a car on my Vespa exactly a year ago this week. And it was quite a traumatic experience because I've had a blessed life and I've never really had any sort of gnarly traumas or accidents or anything like that. So that one was dark and Jordan was out of town. Uh, just, I had all these plans coming up and I was like broken. I broke a bunch of bones and tore my PCL and went to the ER and yada, yada. I was actually beyond lucky that I didn't die. So there was like, that's where I also, I, I mean, I found light in that, that I was alive. But in terms of like, how did I kind of get out of the dark time? I find that a lot of the times I use humor to get out of the dark time and not in the way where it's a defense mechanism where I can't face like the reality of things, but more so in that, like, if I can laugh at something, then I can definitely get through it. And I, for example, like, instead of being on crutches forever, I got a pimp cane, as you saw. Yes. Well, when you and I first met, <laughs> you had your pimp oh, yeah, cane. Oh, yeah, the cane. Yes. Oh, God, that's so embarrassing. And also, I didn't know you before that, so I didn't know if you just always had a pimp cane. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, you kind of made it seem like it was, like, a regular thing. And we didn't talk about your car accident. So I was like, whoa, yeah. okay, this girl has so much swagger. Like now, okay, Jordan, I get it. <laughs> oh my God, I'm dying. Wow, the cane is what did it. That's amazing. <laughs> um, no, that's, I, I wish I rocked a cane forever because it was, the confidence it gave me was crazy. And the attention I got was amazing. But yeah, so I got a cane and that really helped not only my walking, but just like, I laughed at the situation and it was lovely. And I think the advice I can give anyone is like, just try to find the like little tiny mini funny things and like yeah. the little championships in a dark time and just laugh at them and realize that if you can laugh at something, you can probably get through it. I love that. And then what about a couple of bright spots or if there's anything in particular that stands out for you recently? Because I think with especially kind of heading into the holidays with everybody back on lockdown and COVID now back to kind of full force. Mm -hmm. It's really dark for a lot of people. So I personally have been trying to find any little moment I can to be grateful and appreciative. And is there anything that's happened to you this week that you can think of that was a bright spot? We did Christmas presents this week and oh. I got, yeah. Th yeah, this is, I have to say when I was watching you open your Christmas presents because you posted them on your stories, I was like, damn, Jordan is a really good gift <laughs> She's an incredible gift giver. I will say that I also am great. She just didn't post my gifts, I know, I so know I look like her. the asshole. I'll tell you. But she got me. So my favorite dessert is a is a s'more, and it's really hard to make a s'more in your house, as anyone who loves s'mores knows. So she got me on Etsy, and we can attach a link because we already got this woman like a thousand orders for my Instagram it's, story. It's the best gift ever. An at-home s'mores maker where it literally has its own fire pit that you're roasting s'mores over a fire pit. It, it's gorgeous. Absolutely stunning. And then it has like, I'm like looking at it. That's why. It has like a thing you can put your sticks in, like a glass vase that I told Jordan I'm going to actually use as a glass vase since she got mad. Um, a place <laughs> to hold your chocolate and graham crackers. It's brilliant. So anyone who likes s'mores or has a significant other or a friend that likes s'mores, get this gift. I was a little nervous when you were putting rubbing alcohol into the container to, <laughs> to make the fire. I was like, is that really what you're supposed to do? But it did work perfectly. We looked it up. We looked it up. Everyone kept saying that. We were like, no, this is fine. And I, I was worried that it was going to explode when you Same. lit it. Yeah. But Same. it doesn't. But it no, burns. It's no, great. it burns well. 
And then the other thing that really threw me off about that whole thing, which I was sure people were going to comment on besides me, was the two marshmallows on one <gasps> s'more. I've never seen that in my life. I don't know if you've been to summer camp or <laughs> any type of like uh, bonfire or anything, but the I fact love that you've s'mores. never. I always do one so marshmallow. You just do one? Yeah. That's all that really fits. <laughs> what? This is wild. I need to ask like Okay, well, 10 I'm coming I'm over. Gonna... I'm coming over for s'mores. And I actually like the idea of everybody buying their own s'mores kit and everybody coming to a house and doing it together, like sitting around in a circle. <laughs> I love that. At least it's such I mean, a good yeah, idea. I'm down for a bonfire. What did you get, Jordan? Okay, so I got these gorgeous limited edition vintage Levi's that look incredible on her butt. That's a tricky gift because if you don't try those on in advance, you don't know what's going to happen. It's true. She's got she's got a good butt and good legs. And I really just am really fantastic at dressing everyone but myself. <laughs> it's wild. You dress great. Thank you. But like, you know what I mean? It's so much easier to shop for someone else than for yeah, yourself. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But that also, you you find more joy, I think, in, in dressing someone else than, than yourself. I for sure love buying gifts for people. I love it. It's so much fun. I love... Is that your love language? Well, actually, no. I hate receiving gifts. Like, I would not... I think my love language for receiving is physical touch. That's, like, yes, my number I one. I see that for you. But I think maybe giving is... I mean, I like gift giving, but I don't give a lot of gifts. I would say I think I... It might be physical touch also. Or... <laughs> Or, oh, acts of service. That's what it is. Like, okay. If I will do things for you, then that's like definitely my love language because I don't like I'll love to do cleaning and stuff for somebody that I love. You know what I mean? But I otherwise would not want to do that at all. <laughs> You're like, if I don't love you, I won't do anything for you. If I love you, I'll do everything exactly. for you. Exactly. That's pretty yeah. much exactly that right. Sense. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way. Um, I love getting gifts because I feel like everyone loves getting gifts if they're good gifts, I should say. But like, the act of getting gifts is so stressful. Like when you when someone gives you a gift and you have to act a certain so, way? Yeah, when someone right. gives you a gift and you have to open it, it's yeah. so stressful. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to do that. No, so much anxiety. I hate getting them and opening them in front of people. Yep. And because usually I don't really like what I get because I don't want anything. Like that's, it's really interesting mm -hmm. because my mom asks me every year, I'm like, she wants to figure out, wants to know what to give me for my birthday, Christmas. And I, there is literally nothing that I want. Like I- That's great. I should probably want more like in terms of clothing or whatever, because I need different outfits for work and for filming. And, but I just don't care. I, I, Chris and I were talking about this the other day. He's like, you like actually really don't want anything. You want a s'mores kit though. Like little fun things like that. But you yeah. know what I would always rather is have an experience with somebody. If someone was like, I'm not getting you a physical present. I'm taking you on a road trip and we're going to go camp at this place. I'd be like, yes, that's the best gift you can get. I fully agree when the world opens up, like I got a wine yeah. tasting event from my birthday from my company oh. and it was the best gift I've ever received and the best time. Yeah. That's a good one. We should all do that together. Absolutely. What's your favorite song to listen to when you want to be in a good mood? Okay. So I really like the song King Kunta by Kendrick Lamar. How it's do you spell Kunta? K-U-N-T-A. <laughs> it's okay. like, I want everyone to listen to it when they're in a bad mood and try not to smile. Okay, I'm going to listen to that as soon as we're done here because I want to, I need a new happy song. It's wild, but yeah. Well, you have good taste in music, so I trust you. But I have a playlist called Rose Colored Glasses that is in association with this podcast. Very And cute. so you'll, I'll be adding that song to the playlist. Wait, let me give you another one just in case that's like not PC enough. But 
the okay, okay, Escape by Rupert Holmes. That's the like, do you like pina coladas? That song. Cute. Okay. Because if you listen to what the lyrics are, it's like the cutest story ever. Okay, that's good. I like I like two to put on the playlist. Favorite way to celebrate a success? Massage. Mm. I love massages. Your massage woman that you recommended was the best. Yeah. She's truly the best. I'm never giving her contact out because I don't want her to go to anybody else. No, she's she's so in demand. It's actually hard to get a time with her too. So I'm glad you're not sharing. I don't know. <laughs> Partying with you, for sure. Uh, I, do, I do know how to have a good time. That's for sure. You know how to have a good time. Do you remember when we first hung out and I was like challenging you to who could have more fun and then I was so wrong and that you actually won (laughs) yeah we were we went to see the king princess concert and we're at the concert and Bridget says to me this is all pre-quarantine obviously and Bridget says to me I bet you I can stay out later than you tonight and I was like uh sure okay because in my head I'm thinking like there's no way because I'm really good at staying out late and I'm like there's no way and she just doesn't know me well enough yet to know this so I like accepted the challenge knowing and then literally at like what four or something you tap me on the shoulder and you're like I'm out (laughs) I was blown away first of all what a weird thing for me to say like whoever can stay out later and second of all well we were just having so much fun unreal though like you really I I have to say you kicked my ass. I just, when I get in that kind of a mode, I just love if I'm around, like there were a lot of my friends at that event. In fairness, the the place we went after the concert was a lot of people that I knew and you knew some people, but I think fewer. So like once your friends left, it made sense. I was still staying there hanging with, with people I knew and I yes. was dancing, having the best yes. time. That was a really fun night. That was a really fun night. Yeah. I love, that's all I want is to go back. I want to party. And I don't even like partying, but I just want to party. Someone posted on, well, exactly. Somebody posted on Instagram the other day, dear Santa, all I want for Christmas is, and it was like one, number one, a rave. And I was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) All I want. Fundamentally hate raves. And now I'm like, I just want to rave. No, I know. I don't even like them either. And I just want to go do, I just want to dance and be in a room with loud music that makes it so I can't hear when I leave. people. Yes. Yeah. I want to go to a concert. Actually, the number one thing I miss right now is going to the Hollywood Bowl for concerts because all summer that was just shut down. And that's my absolute favorite concert venue in the whole country. So I cannot wait for that to come back. It's so much fun. Like, I think I'm going to go to every concert, even no matter who the artist, (laughs) once that happens. I mean, maybe maybe that's a risky thing to say. (laughs) I feel like you're the perfect person to ask this question because you run a, a successful social media account. How many followers does Overheard have at this point, by the way? Total. So LA is 1.6 million, uh, New York 1.4. Celebs is climbing, but I think total, it's around almost 5 million. Holy shit. See, who's the celebrity here? That's right, baby. Yeah, well done. No, no. (laughs) But who else on social media do you like to follow who either is funny to you or inspiring? So Benny Drama is... (gasps) A number one for everybody. Yes, Benny drama. Yes. If you're in a bad mood or sad about something or just need a quick laugh, like you can go to any video he's made in the past four years and you will laugh. Yeah. So he's incredible. Chloe Feynman, who's on SNL, she does impersonations. She's hysterical. Oh, and is, she's... Her, is her Instagram Chloe is crazy? Yeah. I just started following her the other day. Uh-oh. I've, so yeah. So good. Okay, Chloe she's Feynman. Incredible. Okay. Uh, who else? Sorry, I should stop saying that. Um, it's okay. I 
challenged myself to stop saying like, and it lasted one episode and (laughs) it's just impossible. I'm sorry. I grew up in the generation where we say like, it just is what it is. I hear you. Now I'm going to have to watch how many times I say like. If you do, honestly, if you pay attention at the beginning, you can kind of do it, but then you speak differently the whole time. Okay. Yeah. I don't care if I say like. No, (laughs) it's not worth it. (laughs) I like comedians. I like artists and I really like Jordan Firstman. He does the impersonations, impress- okay. impressions. I like funny people. Wait, who's the guy from Boston that Jordan, I think, is friends with? Oh, Haters? Haters. I mean, haters is fucking so hysterical. funny. It's H-A-Y-D-E-R-Z. Yeah. We just send each other him all day long, and we oh, love him. Oh, my God. He's yeah. absolutely hilarious. I love him, too, and I got him from you guys. But honestly, you and Jordan, when you guys did that, story the other day where you were having people send you what were you having what were you guys doing the little series you did yeah people were sending you questions oh yeah we did a fake podcast with mics that don't actually work yes I think that that should be that should be a regular thing to be honest yeah we want to we just forget and then the questions came flowing in and I got overwhelmed okay so another thing I really like to ask everyone on the show is if there's anybody in their life who has been going through a tough time right now that they would like to send positive thoughts to my friend Summer, her grandmother just passed of COVID and, so and then her whole family got it. And so my heart really goes to her and I'm so sorry that that happened. And uh, on a lighter note, my therapist, I'd like to send positive vibes for just because she has to deal with everyone's like Zoom situations. Like the other day I did a therapy session with her in the dark and I looked like a murderer. So <laughs> I give her um, <laughs> lots of good vibes. <laughs> I can't and, imagine being a therapist right now. Actually, that's a good that's a good call. Right? Yeah, like yeah. that's because you're just that's hearing torture. heavy dark shit all the time, all the time. And you also can't read their body language because you just see this much of their face. Yeah. So you you're trying to do your job, but you can't really tell, and they're distracted. I'm looking at my dog. I'm looking like at, you, you know, can't so. be as comforting over Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> my therapist one time just said to me, like straight up, she's like, "That sucks." I'm like, yeah, thank you for your help on that. Is she a good uh, therapist? Yeah, she's good. She's good. I hope she's listening. Yeah. She definitely <laughs> helps me. And then another person I want to send positive vibes to, this is real. The people that are working right now that in the stores that are allowed to be open, like I went to Animal Lumber down the street and bought a plant recently. And the woman behind the counter was so kind. And it just crazy how like how different your day can go when someone treats you nicely like right off the bat because you you can people are just dicks sometimes you know Mm -hmm. and this woman literally was so sweet she helped me pot the plant there yeah (laughs) in the store which they don't usually do because I was bringing it to someone as a gift and it just was like so kind so Mm -hmm. I want that woman to have a really lovely day oh that's really sweet I do find when if even if you have a simple exchange like someone holds the door for you and you guys acknowledge each other and say thank you and smile it's like changes your day like when somebody just goes a long way and that always is a reminder to me that we should be doing that more for each other you know like it's not that hard to just say something nice to someone or even just say hi when you're walking by on the street because it's nice to have that human interaction right now I fully agree and sometimes you just have to do it because I've noticed that in my neighborhood I have this cute cute dog walking neighborhood but no one talks to each other mm-hmm. and then I finally have this one guy every morning I see him we don't know each other's names but we know all about each other's lives I know that he goes to Africa with his mom every year and Aww. he goes on these trips and he asks me about my how my body's doing after a year after the accident and I'm just like that guy makes my day every morning if I just said hi to everyone that I walked by without mm-hmm. being like a weird creep 
you're making people's day. No, it really does make a big difference. That's a really good reminder. I'm glad you brought that up. Good one. Oh, thank you so I'm much. I'm glad I thank asked you. you that question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, where can our listeners find you? I think you should do, you should explain Overheard and your personal account because I personally think your personal account's hilarious as well. Wow. Thank you so much. I am private, but if you oh. are hot or <laughs> cool, not. I will follow you back. Um, so my personal is Bridge Bees, B-R-I-D-G-E-B-E-E-Z. And then Overheard is worth a follow. Overheard Celebs is our new one. Overheard LA, Overheard New York, Overheard Bumble is, is hilarious for dating. Those accounts bring a lot of joy to people. So I, I recommend those. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. 